welcome to episode 145 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. It's awards show time! Matt and I have donned our tuxedos to bring you the best of the best video game music we heard this year. New games. Less than new games. As long as it was music we discovered this year, it qualifies. Who will take home the wins? The 2021 Waveback Awards starts now. Well, hello there, Matt. You're looking rather dapper this evening. I appreciate that, Chris. Uh, I have to say, we need to go to a new tux place because they gave me the same old tux, and I'm I'm expanding, and I'm not happy about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thinking next year, maybe spandex, perhaps? Ooh, spandex with, like, tuxedo drawn on it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should both wear our formal moo-moos next year. Listen, I'm not beneath wearing a, a moo-moo or a dress. Anything that lets, you know, things breathe, I'm okay with. Yeah, well, I'm less into breathing down here right now. It's cold in my basement. <laughs> it's like hot and cold. Wanna, I don't want a big... Uh, yeah, it is hot cold. It's uh, currently 28 degrees out in, outside. That is way more degrees than it was this morning when I took the kids to school. Yeah. 12 degrees outside. It is currently 23 where I am. Nice. Yep. Nice. Good times. Yep. Loving it. So we've got a fun show planned. It's our Waveback Awards. Yep. It's so much less formal than it was just a few years ago. Even. Yeah. Uh, this this time it's just, hey, here we're, these are our awards for the songs we liked most this year. I actually did wind up finding uh five songs from games that came out this year for myself i was very proud of myself ah. i almost went with a, an older one that i played for the first time i was like i want to see if i can do songs from five new games i played this year except i played a decent amount of new games but not a lot of soundtracks really bowled me over the, uh last year mm-hmm. like i found there were some really good songs obviously but um I don't remember any specific soundtracks being like just grab me and shaking me and be like, no, this is this is the stuff right here. This is amazing. <laughs> and that didn't really uh didn't really happen. What about what about you? Um I you gave me your list. Um oh, no. some of the games I'm not familiar with. Uh you so did any of these come out this year? I I honestly don't know some of them. To the best of my knowledge, no. No. Alright. But they are all modern. Right? I don't yeah, see any, they're I don't all, see any retro games. I want to say yeah, they're all something. within the last uh, uh, two years, maybe. All right. Maybe. All right. Nice. Yeah, that's good. They're all new to me. I mean, let's let's be honest here. We're all adults, right? Um, when it comes to gaming for me, um, you know, as a full-grown adult who, well, as a full-grown child who pretends to be an adult, I don't get a lot of time to game and, uh, you know, bills... So I don't have tons of money to play, like, brand spanking new stuff. I also don't have the drive, per se. Like, nothing grabs me. That Like, oh, the new such and such. And I'm like, meh. So a lot of what I end up playing is, like, what's on Game Pass. And, you know, the the cheaper stuff. Because I don't have, you know, I, I gotta pay rent. I, I like eating. You know, see my, uh, my, uh, my tuxedo complaint at the beginning. So... <laughs> You know, a lot of my stuff is is a couple years older. Maybe some of these games have been played before. You know, the listeners are like, oh, I played that like three years ago. Well, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of new stuff. Um, 
will pass me by and I'll hear things, you know, someone's, oh, you really should check that out. And that's kind of where I'll say, okay, if, if I'm being told by two, three, four people or one very specific person, then I'll, I'll hunt it out and play it. But, you know, for the most part, I just, uh, I just pick stuff up, uh, when I see it and if, uh, it looks pretty cool and, and there you have it. Nice. Yeah, I, um, I have to play a lot of new games, like, for my job, mm -hmm. uh, but also, you know, I like old games, too. <laughs> I like discovering yeah. old games. I almost actually threw a, uh, a song in here from the original N64 Mario Party, which I played for real the first time last year. Uh, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's a good tune, but uh, no, I went with a... I decided just to, to stick with the shiny new stuff, so... In a different direction. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of directions, let's move forward. Hey, now! Into our Waveback Awards. So the first, uh, I'm going to go first, yep. and Matt will close us out. Uh, uh, my first track comes from a game, I kind of put these in release order, mm. uh, so this is how they came out throughout the course of the year. Uh, and this first one came out last January, I think. Uh, it was a wonderful game. One of the best games I played all year. Uh, did have a very good soundtrack, and this was the song that stuck out to me most. Uh, this game is called Cyber Shadow. Oh, That's yes. A super awesome Ninja, Ninja Gaiden-inspired techno 8-bit thing. It's super <laughs> awesome. Uh, this soundtrack was done by Enrique Martin. Uh, this song is called Geothermal Tow Towers V1. Uh, it's from one of the earlier stages in the game. And it totally rules, so let's give it a listen. Here is my first Waveback Award winner, uh, Geothermal Towers from Cyber Shadow. Enjoy.
Powers. That is my kickoff for the episode. What'd you think? I thought that was flipping amazing. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um, I was looking at some screenshots of the game uh, while it was playing, just because I I had a faint idea of what the game was uh, looking like. Um, and yeah, I was absolutely right. It reminds me both the art direction of the game, as you said, is like a Ninja Gaiden inspired, you know, like NES. Uh, but a lot, it also reminds me of the uh, NES version of Strider, but it has like the same color Ooh, scheme yeah. of like the arcade version. But uh, I loved like just that that style of like cyberpunky. But I've got like a sword. Uh, but that sound uh, the song rather uh, really hit me in those like. Um, Strider feels. I thought it was great. Yeah, I Strider. That's a that's a good pick. Um, I really like, really really like this game. This uh, uh, was easily one of the best games I played this year. Uh, it was published by Yacht Club. Actually, helped them finish it off too. Um, the the team who was making it. They saw the uh, they saw how cool it was. Was like, all right, let's fi- let's help you fix this up and really polish it to a spit shine. And they did a great job. It was a totally totally awesome game. That's cool. Great soundtrack. All right, Mr. Matt, what do you got for us next? Um, so my pick was uh, a game that I, I introduced already on the um, on the shows in our winter special. Uh, I don't know. There, it was I had said it before. It was a very kind of a sleeper game to me, and I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did, but I really, really did. And that game was uh, Moonglow Bay. Um, and as we found out, the uh, composer was. Uh, was uh, Lena Rain from of um, you know Celeste fame and, and others actually, as I later found out. Um, this track is actually the track that plays when you go into the their quote unquote tech shop, and uh, I don't know. I just it's to me it's very different from the game. Like I love the soundtrack, but I wouldn't do an episode about it, or I wouldn't really bring a lot of attention. Um. Or excuse me, I wouldn't put tracks on the show because a lot of them are like it, it's a really chill game and it's like I said, it's a sleeper game and it's really like low intensity. So a lot of the stuff is slow, down tempo. Um, there's some nautical themes. You know, I, don't get me wrong, I love a good sea shanty, uh, but <laughs> I picked this one because I felt it was very non sequitur to the game, but made perfect sense within the game. Obviously, storyline wise, because you need a tech shop because you have to get a sonar and blah 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 so um yeah that, uh, this one again the game itself stuck out to me uh the soundtrack uh you know beautifully done uh so i'm just gonna stop babbling this is called uh go to tech haru mix from moon Glome bay enjoy
That was delightful. Yeah. That was really nice. I very, very much enjoyed that, and I was very sad when it stopped. I'm I'm very sorry. Just really hoping it was gonna loop again. I was just like I was just sitting back having a good time and then it started fading. I was like, wait, no, don't, don't, don't go. <laughs> I just got into you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a short, it, you know, was it a minute and a half there? It's a short loop, but like, it's I, I, delightful. As though it's like really the only word. I, I, One of the things I think that really impressed me about that game was um, the art direction. I, I love pixel art, but this was like voxel art. If you're not familiar, it's taking like pixels and then going kind of 3d with them so imagine like legos uh but instead Uh of like uh you know flat 2d you kind of get that 3d isometric kind of it's like fully 3d rendered because you can do a whole 360 around the character and you know seamless and stuff but i thought that was a very interesting approach to a game of this nature of this um you know, theme. Uh, and I think that's what drew me in first. And then of course the game, the, like the, the mini, the mini games to do, you know, cooking. Like I, I, I joke about like, you know, games with fishing. I'm just like, Oh God. And then of course, one of my favorite games of the year was a game that was entirely based on fishing, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. It must've done something right. Uh, maybe it was the combination of arts direction and, and fantastic soundtrack. Uh, like no pressure uh, gaming. Like I think uh, I think almost all the games that are on my oh no I take that back. I was gonna say I think all the games on my list you cannot die. Now I'm looking at my list. No no there's there's, just, there's a lot of dying in this one game. So <laughs> um, but yeah I guess I guess to offset all my Apex Legends uh you know PVP ranked gaming I I needed something as lighthearted as as Moon Glow Bay so. That's where I am. Well, it was. It certainly got some very pretty music. So yes, was, uh, very much enjoyed that track. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, this one's gonna be a pretty hard turn. I'm all about <laughs> it. Uh, I'm very curious what you're gonna make of this one. I don't think we've listened to this on the show before. Nah. Uh, this next track was from like. This game was packed in with another game, and it was seriously a game of the year contender for me on all fronts because I absolutely loved it and that is Bowser's Fury. Uh, this was packed in with Super Mario 3D World on the Switch and not that 3D World needed a whole different game in there to be good because 3D World is an outstanding game mm-hmm. but this new Bowser's Fury thing was so good. It was full 3D Mario, not like 3D World, more like Odyssey and it was about uh, you teamed up with Bowser Jr. because Bowser, something happened to him where he uh, turns into Fury Bowser, which is this gigantic kaiju Bowser, which is one of the coolest designs ever. That does sound uh, cool. Oh, it's amazing. And you get a, a the mega cat bell and basically turn into kaiju Mario to fight gigantic Bowser, which is amazing. <laughs> The whole thing is just this wonderful, tight little package of great puzzles, wonderful music. Uh, This one, I did have a hard time picking which song I wanted to go with because it's got a lot of music that I really like, but it's uh, most of it is like your regular Mario fare, but the one I had to go with was the coolest one in the game by far, which was the Bowser's Fury theme for his Phase 1 battles. And... 
It's... It is metal music by way of Mario. <laughs> I absolutely love this song. It is so freaking good. Uh, but I'm very curious what your take is going to be on it, Matt. So here we go. Here is Bowser's Fury theme, Phase 1. Enjoy. <laughs> stupid game so much man that's so invigorating when like he shows up because he's so imposing because he's your well tiny mario and he's the size of buildings it's like human versus godzilla size and it's so cool i don't know what you what you make of that one? <laughs> i laughed on the onset because that guitar slide was so unexpected like, when you said it's metal by way of Mario, I was like, uh, okay. And then I should have <laughs> known they were going to use the tropes, all the tropes. There's a, you oh, know, yeah. guitar slide yeah, right into it. And then it just... <laughs> so unexpected. <laughs> like, like so unexpected. Like, the the growly, you know, kind of death metal-y, metalcore vocals. Yeah. Someone claims that they've deciphered the vocals. And if any of them that are, are quote-unquote deciphered or true. Some of them are really funny. Um, I'm looking at a... I'd love I, to figure out what they are. I'm looking at a kind Reddit like that post. King K. Rool, uh, that King K. Rool, uh Smash Brothers one we were trying to figure out what he was saying. Oh, God. But some, you know, the opening line of what this guy has, uh, Broken Vessel Pikmin on, on, uh, on Reddit claims... I keep running into you. I'm coming at you. You can't defeat what you can't behold. You cannot see. You cannot inhabit your control. You're going to kill. We're going. We're going to come. And then, like, there's, it, it, and it just loops. There's like three. According to this, there's like three stanzas. But that whole I keep running into you, 
just cracks me up. If that's legitimately in the lyrics, that cracks me up. Like, I, I keep running into you. What's going on? <laughs> it just cracks me up. That was... Okay, so... All things... All, all kidding aside. Like, that was a really good metal song. It was very much, like, in the vein of, like, um... Uh, geez, uh, Dream Theater and, uh, like, Dragon Force and, and bands like that with the deep... Well, those bands don't have deep guttural vocals, like, but those deep guttural vocals come out of, you know, just, you know, throw a dart at a, at a doom metal, black metal, Viking metal, you know, a monomarth or, uh, you know, uh, oh my god, uh, I can't think of anything, Behemoth, uh, you know, any of those bands, it, it just... It just rings so many metal bells <laughs> that uh, it, it just it, it like it's impossible to ignore that song. And then for the rest of the day, I'm gonna walk around going dun, 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 those those hard you know orchestra hits that they were using and stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. that's just great. <laughs> that was just I, I love that that bit and the, uh, the 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 chorus that comes in. Yes, yes, because it it adds to the scope. It's like. It could just be like straight up, you know, angry metal music, but they also wanted to, you know, bring this cinematic flair of like the epicness of fighting a gigantic monster. So mm. like, and the chord progression there is so good. Like, it's a really, really, really good and invigorating and effective chord progression there. It's so. Oh, it's it's such, it's such a stellar composition. Like, like. You talk about understanding the assignment like that was yeah. that you you nailed that one, man. Um, have, you, have you seen what Fury Bowser actually looks like? He's an amazing. No, I was I spent too much time looking up lyrics. Let me see. Uh, Just type in Fury Bowser. It's it's like he's such a cool looking redesign. Oh yes, yes, yes. I have seen this. Yeah, man, this game is fun, and we've been we still go back to it from time to time. I've, I've I haven't played through the whole thing again, but I've just kind of run around in the world a bunch of times. John, my, my son John, was obsessed with this for ages. He still plays it and still listens to this music. And I tell you, there's nothing quite like listening to this music at like 6.30 in the morning while he's eating breakfast. <laughs> he's like, I am going to conquer the ish out of this day. He's just, just chopping on his waffles listening to this song. It's going down. <laughs> Oh man, what a game! This was really—I mean, I'm definitely I, gonna I, have to play this. It's really short. It's oh. wonderful, and, and like in, in a good way. It's like, it's not like you're. Oh no, this is over. I'm so sad. It's like it does what it set out to do, and it's like f- fighting Fury Bowser is like a natural disaster. It, it happens throughout. So like you have to do things in a certain amount of time and every couple of minutes or so Fury Bowser comes out and then you have to either fight him or do something that makes him go away. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to keep adventuring until he comes out again and it's a uh, nemesis. So good. <laughs> it is so good. That's I mean I'm I'm looking at uh let's see what holiday is coming up. Oh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I tell you, if Metroid Dread didn't come out this year, this probably would have won my game of the year. I love mm. it that much. So, so good. Yeah, Metroid Dread. All right, your turn, sir. I, you know what? No Metroid Dread from either of us. Yeah. And that was my only gripe with that game. Is I really wanted to pick some music for yeah. that. Yeah. I just did the Emmy song, and even then, it was great for the Halloween episode, but I wouldn't say it was one of the best songs I heard of the year. Like, no chance. Yeah, nothing, nothing truly stuck out except for that Emmy song, but that's because the Emmy song is tied directly to gameplay and storyline bits. Yeah. I think um, 
Yeah, Metroid Dread was a great game. Uh, soundtrack, maybe, uh, maybe a little less than great. I don't know. Yeah, sound, none of the music was bad. It just didn't wasn't special and that was what I went back and listened to all the tracks like I really want to put something from Dread because it was my game of the year and I re-listened to all the tracks I'm like these are fine but nothing is special nothing is nothing is what we just listened to you know (laughs) (laughs) nothing is what we just listened to trust me Man, can you imagine fighting Ravenbeak to that song? <laughs> Good lord, that would have been... That would have been I'd probably be just coming down off of that anxiety now. Like, <laughs> like, oh, holy cow, like, what the... I don't know. <laughs> All right, what's your next track? My Matt? next track came from a game that I saw, I don't even know, how many years ago, right? And I was like, I need to play this game. It's art direction so cool, and it just... It's just so striking and, like, just seems so interesting. Um, Wow, its initial release was 2016. Wow. Um, It's a game called Firewatch. And so I I got all super giddy because they threw it on the the Game Pass, right? And I was like, oh, finally I get to get, you know, I totally get to play this game. I cannot, 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 cannot wait. And um, I forgot what I finished beforehand. Probably another game that's on this list of uh, my picks and uh once i jumped into it like i thought wow this is a beautiful game right and um the thing that really got me about this game was um it jeez it's a first person game uh you play a character you play an older gentleman who in the beginning of the game you you basically you there's text prompts that lead you to the game. And the text prompts are essentially how you met your wife in college and a couple of cute little memories like, did you do this or do this? And then they play a little bit into the storyline, not not heavily. And then, um, you know, something happens uh, to your wife and it causes a big, big strain on your relationship. And so... You're looking, as a character, you're looking for something to kind of distract you from things, and you end up becoming, like, a Firewatch guard at a national park. And so, the game is essentially played first person, you're alone, and the only person you talk to is your uh, female uh, supervisor on a walkie-talkie. And she tells you, oh, we got fireworks, can you go check? We got a fire, can you go check? Uh, Make sure this thing about So it's like very mundane tasks, I suppose, but there's such an involving storyline that you that um, evolves out of just that, that I was so hooked. I couldn't believe how great the storyline was. And then to top it off, the soundtrack to it, I thought was fantastic. I had a really tough time picking something from from this game. I think I wanted I think the reason why I went with this track is because it's a little more on the uh upbeat or at least like uh more full because like a lot of um a lot of the tracks are just kind of like a twangy guitar because i think it's supposed to be set in like the 70s or the 80s or the 80s and the 90s i can't quite remember so it's like some twangy guitar you know because you're out in the wilderness and stuff it's it was just a really really gripping game and then like when it all comes to a head like once you figure out what's going on and you know you you find all the clues to put the story together like i as a 
as a audience member was just like wow holy cow wow what a story like i you you're led to believe one thing and then this this left turn comes all right anyway let me shut up about this game <laughs> I, had, I i seriously i just had so much fun playing this game and i just and it's a game where like like i said you don't die like you just there's no there's no opportunity for you to die you know what i mean like you play um you know i'm sure there's no fail state it's just thank you go until you're done yeah That's great and it and but the driving force of course is the story and when you talk on your radio you have an opportunity to choose one to th- one of three prompts and then those prompts end up showing up later if, if you if you played the game you guys know what i'm talking about if you haven't it's still on um uh xbox uh game pass it it probably will take you i don't know five hours total to play maybe even less it's just worth like you know when you pick up a small comic book and it's like a one shot and it's just a great story that's what this is and that like this is a game storyline wise that's always going to stay with me and the the main character's voiced by rich sumner of Mad Men fame he's well, the okay then. he's the guy with the glasses in I've never watched it. Uh, okay, then. But I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm done. I swear. I promise. This song's called Exfiltration. <laughs> uh, there's actually a song called Infiltration, but this is Exfiltration, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did.
well, wow. That was... Wow. I liked that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> liked that a lot. Good. I just, uh, I mean, the they, instrument choices, very um, techno-y, technological sounding. Mm -hmm. I assume this is like, uh, it's Firewatch, and there's, I've seen pictures of trees. I assume this isn't like super technological or anything, right? No. So, um, so like I said, you're a you're a Firewatch, um, uh, essentially like a, an assistant to a, a park ranger, and um, again, it's set somewhere in the '80s, I think, or the it's either like the mid to late '80s or the early '90s. The most tech you have is, in fact, your your walkie-talkie. Um, I just added it to my Switch wish list. I've seen this game. Play, out, I swear you will not be disappointed in the storyline. I don't want to say anything, but all I'm all I'm going to say is this song, Exfiltration. Um, it plays right at this pivotal moment when it all, like when the whole story comes together. Right? Oh boy. Uh, it's rated M for nudity. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, I no. just saw the started up as a suggestive themes, nudity, drug and alcohol reference, strong language. Sign me up. So early on, you you come across some female skinny dippers, but you don't see them. They're they're in the distance and they're silhouetted, so you see the female form. So if that's mm -hmm. offensive to anyone, you've been warned. Um, but so the track it it plays right at this pivotal moment, and the whole story just comes together. And I swear, like prior prior to it you discover something about uh like a th uh, a thread in the tapestry that makes the story and to me it was a gut punch and i was like wow okay and then once everything comes together it's it's not even it's a sucker punch right in the face like right in the heart excuse me it's a it's a heart punch <laughs> like a big john stud heart punch uh so good so good so good yeah yeah, yeah. So, so it is kind of like low tech, you know. Even, even like, even the tech music, you know. Maybe mm -hmm. I said like, there's, there's a lot of like twangy guitar and acoustic guitar, and you know, John Denvery kind of stuff. Um, there's a little tech, and and it's low, and it's. It, oh my goodness! This it takes place in Wyoming. Yes. It, wow. They talk about um. They talk about uh, uh, the big fire um, in uh, Yellowstone that almost burned Yellowstone to the ground. I have to send this to my brother-in-law. He's from Wyoming. Oh, nice. I mean, <laughs> it looks like, you know, the art direction's fairly generic in that it's a giant national park with walkways and trailways and, you know, um, stuff like that. So it's not going to be like, oh, I know that craggy outcrop there. You know what I mean? But it's... Yeah, I, I, I just can't stress enough how, just storyline wise and like how sucked in. I just, I was like grabbed by three hands and held to my chair and I couldn't. I had like I, I would play it and then go to work and I'm sitting at work going, man, I wish I could be playing this right now. I like this storyline's getting so good. I need to know what's happening. That is awesome. Yeah. That's the feeling you want to get yeah. from a game. And and something so unassuming too. Something so like lo-fi in the realm of video games mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you know because like i say I, one of my go-to games is apex legends and it's, you know three-dimensional full combat you know they're updating every other month new characters special abilities new weapons uh new modes ah uh, and then 
you know, I, I play Firewatch and I'm just like, holy cow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could sit here and talk about all the great moments I've had in Apex Legends, you know, 1v3 squad wipes and stuff, all kinds of pulling wins out of my patootie, but this game, like, this is a game. Like, this is like that novel you pick up at the airport and you're like, holy cow, <laughs> you know? I can't stop gushing about this game. I need, please shut me up. It's one of the ones that sticks with you. It really does. Speaking of things that I can't shut up about, (laughs) this next one comes from Blaster Master. (laughs) I love Blaster Master. I think these new Blaster Master Zero games are fantastic. And Blaster Master Zero 3, man, uh, if there was one song that affected me more than any other this entire year, it was this one. Um, so the Zero games really did form into a trilogy, and the last one, the Zero Three, the final boss fight, which is the music we're going to listen to, yes, is absolutely amazing, especially for me, um, because the way they worked out the last boss fight of the game mm-hmm. is you get to choose who you want to, which side of it you want to be on. You get to choose whether you're um, the new Jason character that exists for Blaster Master Zero s- series, or play as the original uh, <laughs> Sophia tank from the original Blaster Master oh. uh, that's themed after the Japanese release Metafight. Mm-hmm. And the music, they've reprised almost no Blaster Master music Aww. for the Zero series. The original uh, first stage, Area 1, they did a phenomenal remix of that for Stage 1 of uh, uh, for Area 1 in the original Blaster Master Zero, but then they haven't touched really any other Blaster Master music throughout the rest of the series, which has always been like sort of a sore spot, but the new music's really good. It's just not nearly as good as Naoki Kodaka's original stuff, okay. um, but the, all the music is presented through... Uh, a modern take on 8-bit music with uh, that's got a very specific ear towards the Suns- later Sunsoft releases. They have a very specific bass sound in later Sunsoft NES releases, which is weird because the original Blaster Master was an early Sunsoft release, so it does not use that bass sound. Still, the soundtracks in the Zero games are very good. But this song, this freaking song... <laughs> When this came up at the end of the game, not only was I just completely floored by the fact that I was choosing between which tank to go with, like, oh my god, what what does this mean for the ending of the game? Also, the music is a mashup of the two different boss themes from the original NES Blaster Master. Uh. It pieces, it takes those two different similar themes, puts them together into one cohesive totally awesome final boss boss theme an incredibly difficult and intense boss fight this was and this music was perfect i was just obsessed with this song this year i love it so very much uh i love blaster master so much so here is my favorite song of the year um not you know nothing against the other songs i have left or anything else but (laughs) good lord i love this tune this is sophia j1 versus metal attacker from blaster master zero three enjoy (laughs) 
my god, I lost my freaking mind when I first heard that song. God, I love that tune. <laughs> I gotta say that, like, it sounds funny to me to say what I'm about to say, considering we're talking about a more of a, a modern game, but it's it has, like, all the earmarks of, like, early Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Like, that sweeping... You know, and, like, that that chugging, like, thumping bass line and stuff. That is... And that's... That's the stuff. That's directly from the NES mm -hmm. game. Those two different songs both had that. Yep. Just that exact thumping uh, bass drum and whatnot. And oh my God, the fact that they wove those two songs together out of nowhere, out of three games. Yep. Never hearing a song from Blaster Master again, and then all of a sudden to just yank this out. And the whole third game was pulling in all this mythology from the original Japanese Metafight game, which was like completely blowing my mind the whole time we're playing it. Mm -hmm. And then just when I got to this last boss fight and this music kicked in, I lost it, man. Yeah. It's such a good boss tune. I, I like, absolutely, oh. absolutely. I would I would probably lose my mind if like uh, this thing just popped off as like a final boss. Like I, I wouldn't even just be like, okay, wait, wait, hang on. I just want to, I'm, I'm going to survive just so I can hear the song. <laughs> I'm not I paused it. Yeah. I paused it. I just stopped. <laughs> oh, wait, it plays while you pause. That's great. I was um the the first time I got there, it just because you get there you're playing as you know your character and then you the whole story thing happens and then it it this music kicks in and it gives you a choice it's like here's the Blaster Master Zero logo and here's the Metafight logo and I'm like what's going on what is happening right now I what need am I an supposed adult. to uh, what am I supposed to do and I picked and then the fight started and it was super intense it was really hard because this game's pretty hard uh -huh. and like I died a bunch of times and like on yeah. the second or third try I just stopped and listened it's like I was playing it and John was right next to me and I was like oh my god it's it's the original <laughs> boy do you know what this is and he's like no I'm seven <laughs> he didn't know what it was he looked at me and was like yeah it is I was like yeah dude you're doing it right guy doing it oh right oh my god that's awesome seriously this was i mean just because not a lot of game music blew me away this last year doesn't mean that there wasn't any obviously there was some music that really blew me away this year yeah uh but man what a year for games like i had such a good year in video games. any year where i can say i got a new blaster master and a new metroid <laughs> like talk about playing to my strengths exactly but uh, know your audience yeah holy crow man that was that song just yeah that song just knocked me off my ass i was gonna what say a great tune. I, was, I was gonna say i'm glad i wasn't wearing socks and knocked them right off <laughs> oh man okay your turn sir so speaking of songs that play while you pause the game this next game is another one that uh, jumped up on the uh, game pass for me and i thought you know, I really like its art direction. This is actually a very pretty game. I'm going to uh, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to play it, the first run of it, and I was completely enamored. Uh, the game is Hades, and uh, I'm a huge Greek mythology fan. Um, and this is Greek mythology. You play uh, Zagreus, son of Hades. Uh, the goal is you're trying to escape Hades because... Uh, the claim is the gods of Olympus want you up there with them, and so it's a it's an isometric um, like hack and slash with uh, a, a sort of RPG element to it. And uh, you know, you every encounter 
or every room that you go into because like you'll go into a, uh, an encounter or a room you'll clear it out and then you get some kind of reward and some of the rewards will be like um, boons from other gods like Ares, uh, Aphrodite, uh, you know, uh, Athena, and so on, De Demeter, and, and Bacchus, and so on, and so on, and so on. And they all, and you get a choice, they give you three of them and you choose. Is it going to affect your regular attack, your heavy attack, your casting attack? Is it something that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, and so, you, every game is different. And the best part about this game is that when you die, and you go back to Hades and you start all over again. The storyline doesn't repeat. It keeps progressing, right? So the more you play and the more you die, the more storyline you get. And it's never repeating. It's like this it's like this storyline that like has to be completed in like a hundred playthroughs. Right? You get these um you get bottles of ambrosia, which you give to these characters that help you to win their favor and like you know, they give you more power-ups, they give you uh, items that you can tack on when you're fighting, gives you extra money when you walk into a room, or, you know, when you die and you come back, you have uh, more power. It's just so... It's, it's another game that, like, I loved its concept, because how many... Like, I love Dead Cells. I absolutely love Dead Cells, right? Um, and it's something in the same vein, but... Uh, I don't feel like there's a storyline progression. Like, you just die, you come back, and you're like, okay, mindless zombie, let's keep killing. Um, this one, every time you come back, there's someone new hanging around kind of the, <laughs> the Hades waiting area, if you will, and they always say something different. Like, if you got beat by the Minotaur deep in the game, right? You uh -huh. die, and you come back, and you're like, oh, that Minotaur got the best of me. Someone will eventually say, like, ah... Went up against the Minotaur, huh? Yeah, he's pretty tough. You know what I mean? And, like, just depending on how your last playthrough was, you'll get things like, it's so cool. But the soundtrack, my God, this soundtrack, I, I, I listened to the entire thing the other day just so I could pick out uh, a piece because I love every single piece of music in this game. And I really, 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 really wanted to go with this one track that actually has um, a female singer because her voice is the voice of an angel. It's like hot butter melting on bread. It's gorgeous. But I wanted to save it for another episode. I, I don't even know. I might just say, Chris, we're doing a Hades episode. Like, I, I don't care. I love it this much. The soundtrack's so good. Um, so, <laughs> so the song I picked was um, No Escape. And it's just the theme song for the game. And I think it really sets the tone for the whole game. Um, there's a, a, you know, it's Greek mythology. But there's a strong Middle Eastern vibe, and I think you'll hear that with the instrument choice and stuff. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm just going to shut up. We're going to play No Escape from Hades, which won a bunch of like Game of the Year awards when it came out on like every system. So, uh, No Escape, Hades, enjoy.
with theremin at the end? Yep. That was awesome. Man, I gotta play this game. It's... I gotta tell you, I, I I was playing it for a couple months straight. I'd say about two months straight. And then uh, something else came out. Then I was like, okay, I'll put Hades down for a little while. And I kept seeing it on my list. Play, play me, play me, play me. And I recently <laughs> went back to it. It is every bit as fun as it was. Like, I, I will say this. I love a good button masher. And to some extent, this game, I feel, is like that. Um, and I do burn out a bit. So I go through these kind of like um, bipolar, uh, I don't know, uh, energies with this game. I'm like really into it and I'm playing it and I'm like, I, I still have yet to beat it. Actually, I have yet to escape Hades. Um, so I have something like 45 or 48 playthroughs and I still have actually yet to beat the game. I can't. I just can't quite crack the code. And while that's mildly infuriating, it really is just kind of more fuel for me to be like, you get knocked down, you get back up again, because you're never going to keep me down. Um, and I just really appreciate, I just really appreciate this game. There's so much about it. I I could gush about it for hours. Just fun game, fantastic soundtrack. Like, I love this song. This song gives me everything about the game. Like, like I said, the, the, the bit of the Middle Eastern stringy kind of guitar-y vibes. There's the theremin to give it a weird, you know, there's the heavy timpani drums and then just like the actual just rock drums. When you get to, um, uh, I don't know what you would call it, zone bosses per se. Like, let's say the first level is uh, Tartaros or Totaros, however you wish to pronounce it. There's a boss. My neighbor Totoro. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. How's he doing? Um, uh, there's a there's a boss fight, and the boss fight music is like six minutes long, and it starts low, and it just builds itself up into this like sprawling metal track, right? Not not unlike the uh, Bowser's Fury, you know. I wanted to play one of those, but I was like, it's six minutes long, <laughs> and maybe a little out of context. So, just. Get out there and play this one, man. Well, it's it's been on my wish list for ages now. Uh, oh, it's I I don't know. I bought uh, Dead Cells already, and uh, I haven't even touched it. So it's like I don't know if you're interested, but um, what? An, oh, okay. Um, Hades is currently twenty dollars on Amazon. I think it's twenty dollars on Switch too. Yeah, yeah, for Switch. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, I mean, digital, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have, but it's it's it is on my wish list and. It goes on sale periodically, and I think I should buy this, but I should probably play Dead Cells first. Yes. I have so many other things to get to, you know, and I almost started Dead Cells recently, but... Dead uh, Cells a lot of fun, too. It's an experience I must have, but uh, <laughs> I have not had yet, because, you know, there are only so many hours in the day. I had to dedicate, had to dedicate my game playing uh, this last week or two to Sonic Colors. Ah. Which was not great <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it's a pretty big disappointment for me I, I i got to review it because uh i actually asked for it for christmas and my sister bought it for me i was like yay cool i can finally play sonic colors never played it on the on the wii uh and i always wanted to because i heard it was a really good 3d sonic game mm -hmm. and it was the most average experience i had ever had wow that's so. that's a shame i'm sorry yeah but i did finish secret of mana Yes, you did. I Congratulations. I did. I finished Secret of Mana. I really hunkered down. I made that happen. That was a very, very interesting and cool game. I'm really glad I did that. 
and I am pretty decently into uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is another game people yep. have been telling me I need to play for, for a while now, and I'm, I'm making myself go through it, and it's uh, it's it's fine. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's not knocking my socks off the way uh, I, uh, a lot of people told me it would. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I have different sensibilities, but it is a very cool game in a lot of parts, uh, And but that's a podcast from another podcast. Anyway... Um, it's my turn now, right? We're, yes, we're sir. To, kind of lost track of the, the planet right now. Uh, all right, so we are going to listen to... <laughs> uh, this is such a wonderful game that also probably would have gotten way more attention had it not come out right around the same time as Metroid Dread. Uh, and that is the brilliant Axiom Verge 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This game is really freaking good. It has a very weird and interesting story. Uh, the original Axiom Verge was an excellent game, and this one really goes in some very different directions as far as like how it's played and how you navigate certain things, but definitely not uh, a very different way in terms of the fact that it is constantly surprising. Okay. This game absolutely rules. Uh, I had a hard time picking the song. The music is very atmospheric, except in these kind of like alternate dimensions that make the graphics look a little bit more 8-bit mm-hmm. and I wound up going with one of those tunes because it was probably one of the more recognizable ones that stuck in my head um, really this whole soundtrack is very very good uh, this was just the one that just okay this is the one every time I think of this game's soundtrack this is the one that pops into my head I don't know that it's necessarily the best song in the game but it was the one that was most memorable to me uh, it is called uh, I-O Echo, as in I slash O, like an I-O port mm-hmm. Echo, uh, and it's super cool, so let's give it a listen. Enjoy.
the things I like so much about that song is that it is it's very surface level, more traditional video game music than what you had heard in this game previously. Mm-hmm. But there's still this underlying feeling of unease to the way it's composed and the way it all comes together. Okay. Um, because there is a lot about this game that is rather unnerving. Um, and I really thought that this summed that up really, really well. And it's just a super cool song. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I love both games' soundtracks. I've yet to really truly play them, but I've heard a lot of it uh, in passing, and and I've been told like, oh, check these soundtracks out. Uh, so I've I've gone out of my way to listen to them, and I'm very impressed with a lot of what's on those um, on those soundtracks. I think fantastic stuff. Yeah, it's a it was it was really a, a remarkable game, and it took me a little bit of time to kind of beat my head against it. Uh, in a couple of spots, but boy, it really, um, <laughs> there were, there were some, some story things that happened in there that were just very affecting, like okay. more so than I would have expected them to be of just like, wow, this is, this is kind of disturbing. And then like, by the end of the game, I'm not sure I had a really good grip on what the actual final outcome was or what really happened, but I knew that I enjoyed it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's such a glowing review. <laughs> and you think I'm joking. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hear that and I'm like, all right, ambiguous ending. Not really sure where he stands with it. I like that. I like that. Let me check this out. Yeah. No, it's a very good game. I highly recommend both uh, both of them. So, all right. You're up, dude. Oh, I, sorry. That uh, song was by Thomas Happ. Oh, yeah. You know, we also designed the whole darn game. We totally haven't even been and giving the credits there. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's go back. We did Geothermal Towers was Enrique Martin. Go to Tech was uh, Lena Rain. Bowser's Fury theme is credited to Koji Kondo, Toro Minigishi, uh, Mahito Yakota, Exfiltration by Chris Remo. Uh, Sophia J1 is credited to Ippo Yamada, Hirokai Sano, and Aoi Tanaka. No Escape by Darren Korb, IO IO Echo by Thomas Happ, and what's your next song? My next song comes from a game that I was told to play after I played the game that will be my final pick of the evening. Um, I went through this weird phase where I found my next game, and I thought it was very sarcastic and very up my alley. Um, and that game was um, survival-based. Uh, you know, go out and craft stuff, survive, uh, get to these points, you know, do these things, get better stuff, survive, get out. Um, so when I finished that game, I was like, I need something more like this. And so if I had read an article or a headline or something that said, um, this game that you're currently playing, Matt, uh, it was weird. It was like totally written for me. I don't know. Um, this game is exactly like Subnautica, but it has uh, an edge of humor to it. So I said, all right, let me go find Subnautica. Lo and behold, it was on Xbox Pass. I downloaded it. I started playing it. I have a coworker who um, was like, yeah, man, Subnautica's awesome. I played the hell out of it. I loved it. He's currently, he keeps currently playing, like he's been playing, I should say. Uh, the Long Dark now for a while, and that's another one that I just started. Um, I just started back up, I should say. I started it a while ago. Something else came along, grabbed me, and I stopped playing it. But uh, Subnautica is essentially a game, first person, where your whatever giant vessel is sh- hurtling through space, um, 
and it crash lands on uh, an alien planet that, uh, for all intents and purposes, is just ocean. Um, through exploration, you do find tracks of land and, and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a whole... There's a whole storyline to it. You have to figure out what, uh, what happened to the people that came before you because you come across some early settlements. You use, you know, their stuff to enhance your stuff, blueprints, the whole nine. But essentially the game, uh, I'd say 90 to 95% takes place underwater. Um, so you can only imagine, like, the kind of soundtrack that you're going to get. Um, there are like life there's a lot of um uh inhabitants of the planet that are uh, very ambivalent to you being there you know you grab them you cook them you eat them and then there are uh inhabitants that are not so ambivalent to you being there and they're actually downright angry that you're there um and they are scary they are scary af as the kids say um so this game's very fluid, no pun intended, where it comes to soundtrack. Um, it has a deep and rich soundtrack. Like, I, I went listening to it again recently so I could pick something. I love every song on this soundtrack. Like, hands down. It doesn't matter. Uh, so when I, when I say it doesn't matter, uh, it's part of a thought. Um, you have to explore, you know, you find rec- uh, escape pods that crashed. Um, from the big vessel you have to explore the big vessel uh you know you find all kinds of you have to find all kinds of stuff to help you get off this your main mission is to get off this planet um so depending on what kind of like biodome you end up at you'll hear different tunes right depending on Mm -hmm. uh and i use the term loosely depending on who's in that biodome you'll hear a different tune you know what i mean so this one is called leviathan I really don't think I need to tell you, you know, what's happening when this is playing. But in case you're not picking up what I'm putting down, there are several Leviathan class predators in this game. And if you don't know where they are, they will find you very quickly and they will let you know how little they want you around. (laughs) They are massive. The word Leviathan, like... Leviathan class, like that's it. Leviathan class, okay. Um, if you if you look up the game soundtrack, actually, I think you will see a picture of like what they call the Reaper Leviathan. Like, come on, guys, it's called the Reaper Leviathan. Just just don't go there. Don't go over there. And uh, when I was playing the game, I was like, there's got to be a way to beat these. And and yeah, there are. I was not going to do it though. I was like, no, nah, just get me off this planet. I was like, <laughs> I was like any other, uh, you know unintended tourist get me out of here just get me the hell out of here so i present you leviathan from subnautica enjoy bye oh by um oh hell by who i don't i don't have it written down simon shalinsky thank you by simon shalinsky and that's it right, that's go. exactly <laughs> how i thought to say his last name too i was like oh it's shalinsky i got this <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right anyway leviathan enjoy
I'm going to apologize for it being so short, but let's be honest. Um, when you see that thing, you, one of two things happens. You either die immediately or you run screaming into the night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's very The Matrix. Like, There's, it's, it's very heavily techno-influenced. Techno and I think a lot of the soundtrack has subtones of kind of Texas because a lot of it is, as I said up front, like you kind of get a, an idea of what the soundtrack might be like. If I told you it's a game where you spend predominantly 90 to 95% underwater or in underwater bases and you're looking for underwater stuff, you'd be like, yeah, all right, I, I, I get an idea. There's a lot of technology involved, you know, like there's, um, you know, fabricators and things like that. You have to build, you know, radiation suits to get near a core. You know what I'm saying? So you, you kind of get an idea. So, uh, but a lot of it's like this um, down tempo, very synth heavy, um, you know, sweeping choral, choral, not, not choral reef, but choral choir passages and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, um, um, it's expansive. And I got to tell you, there's, there's element, there's, moments in the game where you take you know let's say your your little sub vessel and you go out and uh you you ping your sonar um and uh it's pitch black and you don't you don't get any information back which means you know thousands of meters down there might be some ground you know what i mean it's it's very if you if you really play it right you can really scare the bejeepers out of yourself scare the what the bejeepers i know i'm not saying it right <laughs> i i'm i've never heard bejeepers but i love it you're you fair. are welcome i know it's scare the <laughs> scare the but jesus i think eh, it's it's a it's it's a it's a variation it's a, on several things but isn't it like just scare the let's see scare the yeah i guess bejeep why do i keep saying it? i can't even say bejesus <laughs> i can't even say it anymore <laughs> the, um I always, huh? Bejeepers is way better. Yeah, because it's like a cross between bejesus and jeepers. It's all and, yeah, it's all non non denominational. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Like yeah, me, it's not. <laughs> 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 oh my word! Oh boy! All right. Well, here is it. It's time for my last one, and uh, this is um, this just came from some DLC. Uh, we just did an episode on this game pretty recently, but uh, Horizon Chase Turbo got some wonderful yep. DLC this year uh, based on the F1 racer Ayrton? Uh, sure. Ayrton Senna? I've seen this guy's name on like Game Gear games for my whole life, but knowing nothing about F1... Okay. Um, that never really left much of an impression on me, but when they added this F1 stuff to uh, Horizon Chase Turbo, one of my favorite games of all time, I had to give it a whirl, and it's great. And Barry Leach threw a handful of new tracks in there, too. Not race tracks, music tracks. <laughs> uh, oh, boy, what are we doing? Yeah, I think there were three uh, new songs that he threw in there for this, and this was probably my favorite of the three. I don't know, they're all good. Barry Leach just just nailed everything about the Horizon Chase Turbo soundtrack. Uh, he doesn't stop being awesome. So um, this was my uh, this is my last pick. It is from the Senna DLC from Horizon Chase Turbo. It is for Monaco. Enjoy.
Hey, look, a track that ends. <laughs> <laughs> no fade outs here, my friends. <laughs> oh, boy, I love the music in this game. I yeah. love Barry Leach's Horizon Chase stuff and just just keep giving me more. I hope that someday they make a proper Horizon Chase Turbo 2. That would just be amazing. And when they do, they had best get Mr. Leach to come and do more music because holy butts. That's good stuff. <laughs> But <laughs> there's so many jokes in there. <laughs> oh yeah, I I mean I don't even know what else to say. It's, I'm bopping my head it's, the entire time. It gives me this. There's this feeling about the stuff that he does. Um, those like the scales that go up and down is a repeating theme in a lot of this music. It kind of calls back to that original Las Vegas track that he did for Top Gear all those years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the sound of that that just makes me think about taking turns in this game, like just trying to race through a turn as fast as I can <clears throat> without crashing into somebody else. The absolute intensity of trying to get every coin that's on a turn. Oh in this game. my, yeah. Oh my. God, I love this game so much. I never finished this DLC either. I gotta get back to it. I don't think I finished the original, but man, was I like, I was hooked. You know, it's between so the good. between the soundtrack and it's kind of like really easy. You know, no real brainer. Like you know, you're not you're not playing Gran Turismo or, or Forza or something. Um, it it made it just such a great game to just pick up and put down and pick up and put down. It doesn't distract you. One of the things I love about it is it doesn't distract you with reality. Yes. Things yes, like yes. Forza and Gran Turismo have this hyper-realistic visuals to them, and they're the, the glory and splendor of what you're driving by. This game takes a very simplistic mm-hmm. approach to the graphics, which makes the game run silky smooth, and it puts your focus entirely on the race. And there's, there's no getting distracted by the scenery in this game. Very little. And not to say that the scenery is bad; it's all very, it's all very nice. Mm-hmm. But it's like it only takes you a split second to appreciate said scenery, and that's all you have because you have to get back to the race. Like anytime I play a, a modern racing game that's absolutely stunningly gorgeous, I feel like I'm missing so much as it's all going by me, and because I'm, I'm never looking at it, I'm looking at the road. Yeah, and I never got that feeling from this. There's nothing to distract you from just pure racing goodness. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I mean, it, and and that's the and and that's like the 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 one the not the wonder, but that's the I think that's the beauty of this game is like it's just pure racing, you know. Just get in front, like like pole position. You know what I mean? Just just get in front of the guy in front of you and keep getting there until you get first place. Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful experience. Love this music, and uh, that's it. That's that's all I've got, except for the one we're gonna play over the credits, which is hilarious. But you go, sir. <laughs> Go ahead and take us out. Take us home. Uh, so I I designed my picks uh, and layout in a way that um, I thought would make sense, just kind of uh, to to you know have a flow through the show. I intentionally put this track last because it cracks me up to like no end. Um, so the game that got me playing Subnautica was called Breath Edge, and that's what this track is from. Breath Edge is the same thing. You're hurtling through space in a giant vessel, and it is um, destroyed somehow. And now you are in a spacesuit in space attempting to survive. But this game is so sarcastic and so, like, intelligently Mel Brooks. So 
One of the things that really grabbed me about this game was there is uh, in your suit is uh, AI and it helps you along the way, but it gives you like the most asinine facts. You know, it tells you like your percentages of dying and, you know, um, it tells you, you know, it gives you all kinds of stuff that just make you like crack a smile or sarcastic smile or just like, like shake your head and you get all these incoming messages from this character that your suit names Babe, B-A-B-E, right? And it has a picture. Uh, and the picture is just, you know, look, most of us are adults here. Uh, it's a it's a pair of woman's boobs and cleavage in a bikini. And there's a voice that reads it to you, and it's very electronic, but somehow has a Russian accent. So it feels like it's a Russian scammer in space. <laughs> and it just... And then between that and, like, how you you make weapons, you use duct tape. You know what I mean? Like, you get a, a wrench, and it's like, I'm going to make a super wrench. So then you duct tape, like, a battery to it. And now it's super wrench. You know what I mean? One of the funniest jokes in the game, in my opinion, is there's some kind of cardboard cutout for... Um, a Walker Texas Ranger like character in Chuck Norris and you find it and you take it and then you go to the workbench and it's like you can make a super um, wrench right let's say it's a super wrench you essentially tape that um, piece of cardboard cutout to the wrench and now you have infinite uses so the game itself kind of has some ambient music it's not a lot but there's some but there, I, I, I found out later, well, I didn't find out that there's a radio in the game because, like, it's playing on certain ships. I found out later that you could change, quote-unquote, station. And this is one of the songs that plays. It's called Panama Hat by Jason Shaw, who does a bunch of the music for the game. Um, there's also, like, actual, like, recording artist music in the game, too, which is also fantastic. But this song cracks me up because of the... the the theme of the game and like the tongue-in-cheek humor of the game and like the real sarcastic nature of the game there's an achievement i i I gotta say this there's an achievement right you get on a ship and there's a bunch of trees inside the ship someone's recreated like like a forest or something and when you touch a tree the ship is like the ship the suit says something like oh yes you know uh it's been a while since you've seen a tree and these are trees and they're fantastic and they create oxygen we don't have to wear a mask in here and then you touch another one and another one and another one and eventually you have to touch like 40 of them and you the achievement pops and the suit goes really we're doing this you're touching all these trees you must really want an achievement or something to that nature so that's the sarcastic nature of the game <laughs> anyway the song is called Panama Hat it's by Jason Shaw it's from Breath Edge just just sit back and enjoy this
Perfection. That was that was marvelous. It really, really is. <laughs> I loved that game so much. I was so upset when it finished. Um, but then to find, you know, like don't get me wrong, I love the mechanics of the game, but it was really the humor of the game. I wanted that game to go on for like ever. I didn't want it to stop. Like I, th- there's a the way the game ends. Uh, it, it leaves it open, you know, to potentially returning as the character, perhaps. Um, well, depending on what happens exactly next, but I, I really hope there's like a second one, or I might just wait like a, an entire year, forget about the game entirely, and then play it all over again. It, it just, it was just so much fun. I was laughing. Like, it's rare for me to laugh out loud at a video game. I was laughing out loud a lot at this one. All right, Breath Edge. I'm gonna tack that one onto my list. I just finished Monkey Island two for the first time yesterday. So mm, nice. That game made me laugh a lot. Yeah, it's another series that's that's hilarious. I, I've, I've, you know, we've talked about this before. I played the first one my entire life. It's one of the most important games I've ever played in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I never played any of the sequels. So I finally finished Monkey Island two. I don't know what to make of the ending, uh, but I thought the rest of the game was spectacular. So uh, I like a good a good comedy game as much as the next guy. But that's uh, that's gonna wrap it up for us, I think. Right? We're yeah. all good here. That's it. Yeah. That was such a wonderful way to end the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> that was just that was just perfect. It was just I'm just imagining the guy singing it like during the recording session, you know? Yep. Like, that must have been so much fun. <laughs> it, it it has like a, a Jim Henson, you know, Muppets vibe to it. Yeah, it kinda does, yeah. Love it. Love it all. Okay, guys, uh, that's that is it. That was the 2021 Waveback Awards. Those were the our favorite songs that Matt and I listened to this year, and that was a whole heck of a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, that uh, join us next time when we're going to be starting a a short trek into familiar territory. Matt and I will be spending the next few episodes revisiting games that I covered way back before Matt was a part of the show, starting all the way back with episode two, Mega Man X. I didn't do this game's original soundtrack justice back when I recorded the uh, the first time, so we're going to give it its due this time. Right? Yes, so I love Mega Man X. <laughs> I thought Mega Man X was such a fantastic game. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorites of all time, yeah. and I don't like any of the sequels. Yeah. Like, I don't even like them. I, I tried. I have tried <laughs> the Mega Man X series. I have put the work in. I have finished two. I got a lot of the way through three, and... I just don't like them, but I love, love Mega Man X. It is one of the most perfect games I've ever played. Yeah. Just spectacular. 
Anyway, I still have to get through four, five, six, and seven one of these, and eight, I guess, one of these days, and, uh, I don't have high hopes, but, I don't know, people seem to like four an awful lot. We'll see if that one sticks with me, but... <laughs> Anyways, uh, here we here at the uh, Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. We have a couple of ways you can do that. There's the Geek Aid Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of things relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes are going to be. Uh, we also have a Waveback forum page on Facebook, which I rarely check anymore, so I'm sorry, but if you, you can find it by searching Waveback on Facebook, of course you can always still send us an email at mail at and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels which you should totally follow like and subscribe to if you haven't already and be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com uh mr matt yes sir uh, i know you have something to promote uh but this episode's not going live until after that's over however uh it, it's the kind of thing that's going to happen more than once right yes sir it absolutely will um, talk talk to us talk to us let's let's regale do us with tales regale us with tales <laughs> um so I have, uh, let's see, I have an alter ego. Uh, when I'm not doing this, I'm I'm being an old curmudgeonly video gamer. I know, right? It's so hard to believe. Um, <laughs> and uh, through our uh, Geek Aid's own Vest Lord, he has concocted a very interesting platform for playing video games in which we have essentially rolled in our love of wrestling. So anything that we can really tie wrestling to, we're going to do it. Um, it's called the ECC Electronic Coliseum Championship. And uh, you can find it on Twitter. And uh, he promotes it when he's doing his uh, best and friends, um, uh, you know, streaming and such. Um, as of recording today on a Thursday, this Saturday, two days from now, there is going to be a four-way challenge for a shiny little cup trophy thing that uh you know dean and i our, our characters were, were fighting for way back at the bash at the bits uh we would challenge each other the video games we both never played and you know whoever got further or skied ho- scored wow that, that was an interesting flub <laughs> scored higher uh you know would would take the cup and then the loser would challenge the next game and so forth so this time around we're doing a four-way dance playing uno on steam and we will stream it as the intention is that it's going to be once a month um and uh, we're going to be in character so m the mercenary was born uh and i will be uh attempting to maintain my my cup so <laughs> wait that sounds weird no you know what let it rock i'm attempting to maintain my cup so once a month you'll see at the ecc uh vest and his you know stable of of quote-unquote video gaming wrestlers you know going for something and it's gonna be a lot of trash talk you know it's a bunch of friends it's a lot of fun but um it should be very interesting to say the very least well yeah i i'm i'm looking forward to it i don't know if i'm gonna be able to catch it live Uh um I think it's it's during the day, right? So yes, it's um it's uh one to four p.m. Eastern Standard. I sincerely doubt it's going to be child friendly, so uh, <laughs> I, I won't I won't be able to catch it live. But I'm gonna try and catch at least some of it whenever I can. Uh, I've been promoted. I promoted it in the most recent Stone Age Gamer. Yep. Uh, uh, what's it? A, a newsletter. There we go. Um, so I'm I'm in full support of this project. I'm excited to see it it'll work out for you. And we appreciate it. Thank you so much. 
uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw my hat in the ring and say that I have started uh, the Stone Age Gamer TikTok. I've, I, you know what? I've been following. And, oh. and I, Chris, I love you. I think you're the best. <laughs> and you trying to navigate TikTok is almost more interesting than the stuff that you're putting out. <laughs> I, and I mean that with absolute love. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. I'm not understanding why some things are getting more views than others, and I, I can't really say I care. I'm just doing <laughs> the stupidest stuff I can think of that I think is funny, and if it makes me chuckle, then I'm posting it. Boom. And that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah, man. It's, um, it, TikTok's interesting. I just I just got on it, too, and I'm like, oh, man, okay, who's the old guy? Oh, it's me! <laughs> The idea is to just do brand awareness, right? Because we're not really trying to sell products nah. on there specifically. It's just like, here's our name, Stone Age Gamer. So when you think about old video games, you think about our old asses. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you can't, like, it's so honest. You know what I mean? It's just so honest and, and organic that it's like, yeah, man, I get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the the current thing that I'm trying to focus on doing a couple times a week is what I'm calling totally true Stone Age facts. Okay, and it's an homage to uh, Syphil and Ollie's rock facts. Ah, it's just complete lies presented as facts. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So uh, you know, enjoy that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I do trust me. I Stone- I love I love it. I think it's fantastic. All right, so uh, we're going to leave you with probably the song that was stuck in my head the loudest (laughs) more than any other song this year. (laughs) And the same with everybody else in this house. Everyone in this house was singing this song nonstop for like at least a week. Uh, This is the Cruise and Blast theme song. A wonderful racing game called Cruise and Blast was in arcades for a, a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. It finally got a home conversion for the Nintendo Switch earlier this year, and it was a, a masterpiece. It is a wonderful, wonderful game that's extremely light on content. It burns so very bright, just not for very long. But that's fine, because not everything has to last you the rest of your life. You know, Not everything sure. has to be a, a giant thing that you are constantly playing. It's wonderful to go back to from time to time, it's just stupid arcade racing fun. It's the opposite side of the Horizon Chase Turbo Coin. Um, yes. It's totally, it's it's just as wonderful for very different reasons. Um, the, uh, the the theme song is, I don't know if you remember the old Cruise in USA music. Sure. From, uh, back in the old days. Absolutely. It's a, it's a very similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm the woman just singing the word cruising an awful lot and like <laughs> yeah. some dude with a real deep voice going oh yeah yeah buddy <laughs> this song is pure unadulterated magic and it's definitely one of my favorite songs of the year so enjoy it and thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you next time for Mega Man X Girl!